Welcome to the Let's Get Into It coaching podcast. My name is Joanne McMillan from joanne.ie and I'm delighted that you have joined me. Each of the episodes are filled with coaching and lessons on how to tune into our intuition, how to become more intuitively aware and how to use our intuition as a guide in our daily life. I'm so excited to get started. So let's get into it. So hello, everybody, to today's episode of the Let's Get Into It coaching podcast. And I am delighted to um, just, you know, welcome Lucia Gearan here today from Lucia.ie. You are going to enjoy this episode. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Lucia and myself know each other for a couple of years. And I literally fell into the door at one of Lucia's voice events called the Singing Field that she held in Limerick for many years. And that's how I got to know Lucia and probably one of the most challenging things I ever did, but I'm so <laughs> delighted that it was her on the other side of it <laughs> to help me through that and still helping me through that, to be fair. So Lucia, you are so welcome. Um, welcome to the thank podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> So delighted to be here. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. it's so, yeah. so good to have you. So um, I would love to start off just to ask you about your journey as an entrepreneur. I know you've, you, I, I think in your heart, you've always been an entrepreneur, but mm -hmm. I physically, I know you weren't always an entrepreneur. So yeah. tell us a little bit about your journey and, and where, whichever part of your journey you want to start in is sure. perfect. Yeah, so um. Yeah, I've been, I've had a lot of jobs. <laughs> I started, I started off, I was, a, I started off doing secretarial work many years ago, and then moved into accounting work. And then eventually in my late twenties, I decided it's time to go to college. So I, um, I looked around and said, what am I passionate about? And what am I good at? And I ended up doing software engineering. Oh, I've always loved I've always loved numbers and maths and I was always intrigued with how computers worked so it was fabulous going back to college in my late 20s was amazing um and then I kind of not that I fell out of love with it but things happened life happened yes and um and you know, it came to a really crunch point in, I think it was 2005, when I had, I guess that was, that was my sort of, I don't know if I had a breakdown, probably not a breakdown, but it was where my marriage broke up, it was when my dad died, all sort of, a big events happened all together at the same time. Oh, wow. And um, so that was when I started working with The Voice. And that's that we can come back to that story at any stage when we, if, if we do. So for then, for so I guess from 2005 to now, so I've been taking that journey with the voice. And in 2016, 15, 16, um, I eventually took the leap. Um, I found that my software engineering role wasn't exciting me anymore. And I was spending my time going, I'm sure I could be making more good out of my life and more good in the world if I didn't do this job anymore and I just found again it came with a, another mini crisis point my mom dying that mm -hmm. um I just finally said no more 
I got to make a choice here. This, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not willing to spend my life doing stuff that I'm not interested in doing anymore. Yes. So I gave it all up, big salary, nice pension, all that stuff and said, right, I'm going to, I'm going to give, give my life to this. And, you know, I didn't even know what this was, to be honest, at that time. I mean, I knew I was going to do voice work and I had been training and doing a lot of work with voice, poetry, sound. Um, but I still didn't know what the path was. All I knew at that point in time was that I had to stop doing what I was doing. So, wow. so I stopped and I began. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With all endings, there's new beginnings. Yes, it? absolutely. And, you know, it, when I'm looking back now, it seems like it was obvious that this was what I was going to do. But at the time, I actually did not know. Okay. I just knew that I couldn't do what I was doing any longer. Oh, how yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, there's two things that come up for me around that. Is hey. It's very often, isn't it? I don't want to say it's sad, but it's like, isn't it interesting how very often it takes huge life events or huge um, events, you know, in our life that finally catapults us into the next stage? Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it's almost like it's this, this moment of breaking open allows us to step mm -hmm. into our, the next phase of our lives you know yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's and that's why I say it's it's sad or it's a shame that it needs to take that in order to do it but I also mm. don't know would we do it without it yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. that catch 22 I you know, know. And I remember having thoughts like and before I was able to leave my job kind of going god I wish I could you know this is a terrible thought but it was that thought you know I'd wish something drastic would happen so that I wow. would have to make a choice so you know, eventually it wasn't so much something drastic happened. It was just so much. It was just a really a heart connection. Like I cannot do this any longer. I, can, I you know, I can't wait for something to make me move. I have yes. to take the step. Wow. Yeah. So it's almost, you know, in, in many ways, it's almost like we are waiting for permission, yeah. you know, from life yeah. <laughs> to yeah. take that step. Yeah. 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 And I, the other thing that really struck me was that you said, I didn't know I was going to do this, but something in me knew I was going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and I'm wondering how much of, of that was part of your journey now that you look back at it, mm -hmm. you, know, mm -hmm. um, you know, that intuitive nudge of now this step, now follow this step, now follow this and step. And there was that, and like, because when it happened, when I, I mean, there was literally, I remember the day, it was like, I can't do this any longer. Now I didn't make a, the change there and then but it was like I know I can't do this any longer something has to change and when it did I gave myself about nine months which is interesting gestation period yes, but I gave yes. myself literally I, I actually what I did was that I asked for a sabbatical okay um so I took nine months and I gave myself permission not to earn money or not to you know to, to completely do whatever I chose in those yes. nine months there was no commitment for me to bring any money into the house I am very lucky to have a very kind husband that you yes. know also supported me through this because yes. it, it was a big step yes um and to give myself that time was incredible I mean I don't think I've ever I, that was one of the you know for so many years I was hoping that you know maybe a pregnancy would give me that chunk of time off where I could you yes, know and that yes. never happened for me either okay. so I think that's why it's interesting that it was the nine months that what am I going to create you know yes so subconsciously I think there might have been sort of that significance there yes. at the time 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think for for many women in today's life, you know, you know, we we come to that choice, and of course we can have both. But it's like sometimes mm. it's like, are we going to create babies, or are we going to create our life um, story, or our business, mm. or you know what we we want to do in this life, you know? And yeah. it's like, yeah, that creative energy flows either way. <laughs> how amazing yeah. yeah that's so interesting and you know a thought that just popped up for me earlier you know when we say say it's like sometimes it takes this real strong catalyst to make this birth happen is there mm. a um a plant in south africa called the sacerbos and if it doesn't um it actually in the winter time you get a lot of um kind of bushfires you know in, okay. in areas where they are so it's like they they need that heat they actually have to burn down in order to grow in the spring so if they yeah. the, the seeds don't actually um get to to um experience i want to say experience that heat you know to to that degrees it actually doesn't germinate at all yeah. so it, yeah. It, yeah. it has to be completely demolished in order for rebirth to be there again Absolutely. And it's, I mean, it's the same with the caterpillar and the butterfly. If yes. the caterpillar isn't willing to be annihilated, no. <laughs> you will never find the butterfly. I mean, that is so true. Yeah, I've often yeah. thought about that. It's like, my goodness, you know, have we ever really considered the journey? It's like mm. they have to change their whole DNA structure. Yeah, it's not like they ever get to experiencing a butterfly. They have to willingly die. No, <laughs> I know. And become something that they don't even know what it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> amazing really you know yeah yeah i mean nature has has you know has all we need if we just... yes yes totally yeah totally yeah, yeah. so Lucia, you were said earlier about the voice work so mm. tell us a little bit how did your voice or your intuitive voice guide mm. you on this journey kind of from being in one place I don't want to call you a caterpillar being in the place of the caterpillar knowing that you're going to be completely restructured mm. on a fundamental level a foundational level to emerge as something else how, how big did your intuitive voice play a part in all of this mm. you know if I look back on it now, it, uh, and I've said it a few times now, it's like, I felt like there was no choice in this. So um, it's like, I finally stopped to listen. Okay. So I had, you know, I knew I had a, a longing and a yearning to work in a different way and to serve in a different way. Yes. Um, and yeah, well, I, I, you know, I, I do think the events in my life helped me make that leap. Yes, yes. Um, but there was just something inside that just said no more. There was yes. a voice that said yes. no more. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's not it. Yes. Stop. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What so made you listen to it? Who? Because you know we can squish that down. Yeah, You know, so what 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 had you listened to it? Hmm. <laughs> good question. I know, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> putting you on the spot. <laughs> I guess you know at the time I think there were so many things 
cracking open in me as I say in that particular moment in my life my mum had just passed yes so I don't know if that gave me some freedom to really step out and and just really take control of my own life yes yeah so I think maybe that that opened doors for me that I wasn't expecting um the other thing that was happening at the same time was menopause so actually three things happened menopause wow. kicked in. menopause is a fantastic teacher oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. and I think that really does help those statements I okay. can't take this anymore I think that's a lot of reason why people women go you know have that have that um you know, they're known as going a little bit gaga around that time because they're finally saying no. So I think that was a, a lot to do with it as well. Wow. And the third thing that happened that year was that I got married. So I had, a, I felt I had something holding me. I had somebody holding me. So I think those three things helped me break through. My goodness. It's like the, the cycles of death and rebirth is so, yeah. all of those, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, the death of being a daughter, of mm. something, you know, mm. the death of, you know, being in your fertile years, you know, and yeah. then, you know, the death of being single and the identity that goes with that and yeah. being in. So each one of them, there was a part of you, a part of your identity breaking away and you stepped into the new wow yeah yeah, yeah. so amazing yeah so I mean I, was, I mean I had been doing the work for quite a long time before you know and there were you know there were different steps on the way yes but there was definitely that point of so tell me that <laughs> 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 so you mentioned that it's like you know I'm a, a huge believer in you know, our businesses, our lives are only as good as we are, you know, that we have to keep doing our own inner work in order to grow and expand and, you mm -hmm. know, to grow into we, who we are meant to be. So tell me, it's like, what were, if you look back at it, what were the main parts of your inner work that you did mm. that brought you to that place that helped you through those transformations from stepping yeah. from the one into the other? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So many, really. Um, I remember my first ever yoga class. Oh. Um, I was in my very early 20s. Right. And at the end of the class, we do the Shavasana, you lie down, and I think she might have done a body scan or something. And for the first time, I can honestly say, for the first time in my life, I felt whole. Wow something you know I could feel it I could viscerally feel it that it was it was like she had you know drawn a circle around my body and I could feel everything um so that sort of I think I've been chasing that as well so I, I can I worked with yoga for for many years after that and I suppose also the thing that has really supported me all my life has been singing yes um for as long as I, I come from a very big family, but you know, with crowds come isolation. So, yes. um, so if all, you know, we all paddled our own canoes, you might say. And mm. whenever that happened, whenever I felt alone, voice or singing was always a comfort or was all, also a friend, I suppose, to some extent. Mm. So when the first event happened in, in 
2005, um, the first thing I drew on was just, just to join the choir. That's okay. pretty, I, I joined the yoga class and I joined the choir and I went walking in nature because they were the only things I could do. Yes. And um, that's what got me really interested in the voice. And the voice for me was a way of expressing how I felt and letting whatever it was, whatever that was good, bad or indifferent, yes. be heard and be felt and be experienced. And, you know, I don't know, in my experience of working with other people, we, so many of us have a fear of what's inside. Yes. Not good enough, ugly, cross, angry. You know, we have a fear of, if we look inside, we don't know what we'll find. So it's better to just keep a lid on it. Yes. And this forced that, it, it invited it. Yes. And um, I've almost forgotten your question at this point. I don't even know if I'm answering your exact question. So that, that willingness to be able to go inside and let, like the training I did was naked voice. It's pretty yes. raw stuff. Yes. And so to be naked in my voice. Yes. And to allow a flow. And I'm not just talking speaking or singing voice. I'm talking about what I long for, what my truth is, who I am. I rediscovered it in my thirties. You know, still rediscovering it, but um, so that was that was that was what supported me. Yes, you know through the journey. And again, you know the work that I did with poetry was an incredible teacher, also because it really also likewise it touches a different part of the brain. So the work that I did with that other with Kim Rosen with that yoga teacher or poetry teacher great support is like cracking over me over time and time again deeper and deeper and deeper so yes yes yeah so and i think the closer we get to our true nature which is what all, all of these modalities are getting you closer to the true nature the less you can be anything else absolutely so yeah absolutely i think that's what held me in the space of coming forward that real deep connection that I had with who I was and what I wanted to offer in the world mm -hmm. it was like a chipping away I suppose as the years went by so that you know can I call myself a butterfly now why did I just have the image of the little caterpillar in what was that a bug's life did you ever see that animation of oh, yeah. a beautiful butterfly <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes, absolutely. But it's so true, you know, Lucia, it's like doing our inner work and whichever modality that is, is so much about listening and hearing that voice. You know, mm. I, I found, you know, during the pandemic, during 2020, 2021, you know, during lockdowns and all of that, you know, people really, really struggled who haven't been used to listening to that voice because all of yeah. a sudden all of their coping mechanisms were stripped away even if it was really healthy coping mechanisms like going to a yoga class <laughs> you know yeah. everything yeah. was just stripped away and the, the only thing they had was themselves and that voice mm. in their heads and it was a lot for for many people and it's like and I really realized like how important that part is it's like befriending our inner voice you know, Absolutely. And I think as part of our healing. 
Yeah. And you talked about all they had was the voice in their head. And yes. when I, when all I have is the voice in my head, I know I'm in trouble. Okay. So tell me more. <laughs> Wait, when are you not in trouble? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's about where, where we're working from. Where, where is our orientation? Yes. And um, I know when I had those crisis points, I was trying to figure it all out here. You know, I was having challenges with whatever it was. And if I try to figure it out from here, it just goes round and round. And so I don't sleep. I'm constant. I'm exhausted. It just goes round and round in here. And that never serves me. Yeah. I've, time and time again, I've, I've rediscovered this time and time again. Yes. So it's how we, uh, we can drop. And that's when we can use things like poetry and voice and silence and walking in nature because it drops you a little bit down into the heart. And the heart has all the answers. Totally. You know? Yeah, yeah. So um, that's, a, that's been a huge part of my learning. And, you know, I, as I say, I relearn it over and over again because yeah. the tendency is to come up here and figure things out. Yes. But there's so much that can be figured out by just gazing at your hand or just yes. watching, you know, listening to the birds or watching yes. a leaf. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so true. Mm -hmm. So being embodied presence. Yeah. 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 And yeah. even an embodied presence to the voice in our heads, <laughs> you know, to to viscerally feel what 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 is it really saying and where where does it live in our body? Yeah. Absolutely. So a lot of the work that I've been really interested, it comes along with the yoga, but is that more somatic work, which comes yes. along with all of the work. I just didn't have a word for it before. Yes. Um, so when we are working with voice or when we work with anything else, there is, you know, there's always a physical component to yes. it. Yeah. And the tuning into, OK, well, where where is the resonance? Yes. You know, is it in the knee? Is it in the heart? Is it in the fingertips? Is it in the throat? Where's yes. the resonance? And follow that. Yes. Because the guidance is there. The guidance yes. is here. Yes. It's, it's only here. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So I, I, as you know, I like to call that our inner GPS. Yeah. And that's what that really is, is like following those signals, you know. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of, you know, for whatever reason, you know, mm -hmm. those nudges and the, I suppose, the direction you know yeah. our own body yeah. and the feelings in our body really gives us and I I don't know how, you know a lot of people equate intuition you know I think Hollywood is really <laughs> Hollywood has messed us up in so many ways <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know you know intuition has been portrayed as this mystic kind of thing that only belongs to people with crystal balls and you know all of that and and really what it is it's the voice of your body absolutely you know yeah. coming back to the body and listening you know for those nudges the feelings the you know yeah. whatever it is you know in the body and I remember one of um, an exercise and uh, we did when I did the remote viewing training was so so good it was and it's so simple mm. and it's about feeling how the the ambience of a room changes when you walk from one room to the other and it's about tuning into the body and really feeling what the body yeah. feels like in this space and what it feels like in this space and what it feels like when you walk through a threshold, like a doorway or whatever, into another space. Mm. What does it feel like? And it was such a simple exercise, but such a beautiful exercise to start 
tuning into our body and our intuition a lot more. Yeah. I love yeah. this, yeah. And it's yeah, so there's funny. another story of how, you know, we think we have two ears, but actually there's ears all oh, over. <laughs> yes. The, yes. You know, open up the ears all over the body yes. and really listen. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And it's, you know, I think, I think you're right about the whole idea that intuition is, you know, has been I portrayed know. pretty poorly. <laughs> yeah. Because it's quite disempowering that, isn't yes, it? Yes, absolutely. That way. Yes. Where, you know, you know, when I'm working with people, I don't know what's right for anybody. No. I hardly know what's right for me. It's really about encouraging that inner yeah. GPS or encourage yes. the, the awakening of each person absolutely they, only they know their answers and only absolutely. they have their life experiences and yeah so yeah. it's about how do we empower people to go inwards themselves exactly. and listen and yeah. they come up with the answers and the yeah I'm their so own energy yes their own inner guidance absolutely and yeah. and you know what i want to almost add this is like stop giving that authority to somebody else you know an, an outside yeah. voice that yeah, doesn't yeah. that doesn't live in your body <laughs> that doesn't truly know yeah 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 so like one of the questions that we ask is um how are you feeling yes. and how does that sound Ooh. <laughs> that's a really good question to ask the yeah. listeners it's like yeah you... so and and that then i mean like then it's 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 your journey it's your okay mm. i know there's there's a there's a step there's a risk there's a yes a breath we take before we kind of dive into that but how do you feel and how does that sound Ooh. yeah <laughs> yeah so powerful mm -hmm. so powerful and you know it's like as entrepreneurs mm. know, and especially entrepreneurs who want to take their work online or have a dream of having an online business using your voice is so important you know yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and it's one of the, the things that I've seen, you know, with a lot of my clients um, who want to start that journey of taking their businesses online where they get blocked. Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I don't want to speak out. I have a fear of speaking to people. I don't, I, or, you know, suggesting creating a mini course on videos. It's like, oh no, I hate the sound of my voice. I don't like that. It's like, yeah. it's like okay. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like, literally that is blocking them from, serving the clients they would love to serve you know mm -hmm. so as as what would you say <laughs> or what would you recommend to an entrepreneur who who you know as we have used that phrase of overcoming that witch wound you know of that fear of being judged and ridiculed or burned at the stake yeah um what would you say to entrepreneurs who I know that's a big question and we can yeah. do a whole session in itself just on that. Absolutely. <laughs> what is your, your inner GPS say, Lucia? <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me tune in there for a moment. Yeah. <sighs> and, you know, I think it's really about, so for me, voice is about resonance. Yes. Yes. So it may be about coming back in, finding that inner resonance. Maybe it's not a voice. Maybe your inner resonance is a movement. Maybe your inner resonance is through the breath. 
what can we feel so if if, if you if, if i'm talking to you and you're saying well I'm, I'm i'm really i hate my voice so we come in and we just tune into that okay well, what is it that you hate about your voice yes and when we for me when when something is coming into resonance so if I'm making a sound and I have a judgment about, okay, well, that sounds, you know, I don't like my voice is a little bit squeaky there. Mm-hmm. The answer is to go into it, yes. go and yes. it. go and meet because it's going back to that place where I think I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. It's that conversation. And the only way that we find out well, what's in there is to go and meet it. Yes. And so there is that huge, brave step of going mm-hmm. to meet that squeaky voice, that low voice, that high voice, whatever that voice is. And um, and the, the secret, the secret is compassion. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not even a secret. It's, <laughs> it's meeting ourselves in that place. OK. Yeah. Yes. yes. It's, that, it's that, you know, Yes. we discover what it is through yeah. the experience of going inwards and just really going towards that. Yes. So it's following, it's following the clients, it's following what they're telling you and inviting them to go there. Yes. And, you know, I, I that, I mean, that is a, it's a leap. So there, yeah. there, there are, there are stepping stones that we use to, to, to sort of help that. Um, I find, to be honest, that I find that working in a group setting, as you've experienced, can mm. really help that process. Mm. Because we've got um, we've got the potential that other people might step in first yes. and give us permission to be mm. vulnerable or to be exposed or to get it wrong or to have the bad voice. Yes. As other people are holding us in that space yeah. and maybe other people have led the way. Yes. So I actually think that group work is really powerful. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. one person squeak can be your permission. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. yeah. And I, I have to say it's like you create such a beautiful holding space for mm-hmm. people. You you really do. You're so gifted at that that um yeah, I didn't know you at all that that Friday yeah. evening. I walked through that door late, <laughs> and everybody <laughs> was already there. And I came in. It's like that seems to be a bit of a pattern, <laughs> actually. <laughs> but, it's like, but it's like I arrived there, and I'll never forget. You were just about to start, and I arrived and asking us to sing our names. And I went. I literally looked behind me at where the door. <laughs> How can I escape? And it was too late to escape. I was right in it. But but yet, as the people went around and I was kind of in the middle of the group. Um, yeah, by that time, it just it felt so there was no judgment. There yeah. was no fear. There was just a beautiful, loving, holding space that yeah. actually made me cry. I'll never forget it. And it's like I try to get yeah. the sound out through the tears and it, you know, and yet it was OK. And there was compassion and there was acceptance. And I also ask you, was there i don't know if relief is the right word but it's like i so want i so want like there's that inner calling i want yes to be able to sing my name absolutely i want to be able to meet myself in that place yes so there is an inner calling that absolutely and maybe once you know we're talking about entrepreneurs the inner calling Mm. is to serve in the world so letting that be the hook okay well you know 
what your you know your deepest need here so that you know because I, I I mean I've been in your place I've been in, in the seat where I've turned up and I'm going I, I can't do this and like there are there are times when I'll ask you to sing on your own for 15 minutes without Fine. stopping <laughs> <laughs> and well, I remember the first time did it I went oh my god there's just no way and by the time I actually started the practice it was like what is over already yes. because we have such I was going to curse we have yeah, such a longing yes to be seen and to yes. be heard it's yes. just totally yeah yeah, yeah. We, we really do I think you know out of all of the therapeutic modality, modalities that I've studied in over decades at this stage yeah. that is the fundamental truth everybody mm-hmm. wants to be seen and heard you know and that is so healing you know to us and we need to be seen and heard by ourselves Mm. or first and foremost you know what better way in order to connect to your name and your essence I totally believe people's name you know carry an energetic essence you know Mm. energy it's like a blueprint of who you are yeah such a beautiful way to connect to who you are at the core you know and you know after that I went on and I I had it as a practice to sing it in the shower (laughs) yeah it was like it was the shower and it's the water will just you know it's beautiful it's a great (laughs) place to practice yeah Yeah. and I'll never forget it's it's like I remember my my mom has this dog called Zoe and I'll never forget the one day was in the house and I called her and then I sang her name to call her and you should have seen the way she connected to, oh yeah, you're singing to me. <laughs> it's like she's a Yorkshire terrier. So, oh. you know, she has this real terrier. Kind of, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and yeah. she's a Leo. <laughs> but it's like, you know, she's, oh yeah, you're singing to me, but how she connected. And yeah, and, yeah. and since then I, I do it every so often, you know, when I see her, I would sing her name to her. And oh, like, she so loves lovely. it. And she would yeah. just stand there and kind of listen. It's like, and drink it all in, you know um yeah but it makes me think of you know mothers and children or fathers and children you know a mother who may not think she has any voice will still may still sing to Mm -hmm. her child and because she knows that acceptance and that pure love is there absolutely so and the child receives the voice and that that mother's voice is the is the medicine for that child or is the nourishment is the love for that child there is nobody else that can give that same medicine so if we can trust that that our voices have their medicine and the people who will need to hear it hear it so yeah Yeah. often you know i'm just having this thought it's like how you know in psychotherapy you know oftentimes the work that comes into the space is self-mothering you know for mm. people who didn't mm. have that loving supportive mother you know yes. and how we need to learn how to, to self-mother and you mm. know what a beautiful way yeah know, to do that you know what what a healing way to start that journey of self-mothering mm. you know singing mm. lullabies to ourselves <laughs> you absolutely know? yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what we're doing yeah yeah, exactly. Sure, it's, it's such heart expansive work, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, and, you know, coming back to the entrepreneur journey, and it's like how important it is for us to connect to our voice, you know, so that we are seen and heard, our message is seen and heard, yeah. and that our clients yeah. are seen and heard through that. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's such a nourishing 
way of working mm -hmm. you know and really connecting and and building a solid foundation with that part yeah. of ourselves you know absolutely and you know, I, I, I don't want to frighten people off completely no. in thinking your name, um, yeah, although that yeah. is one of our practices, yes. but there are other really beautiful practices yes. that are more, I guess they are, um, I was going to say more Sanskrit, but more mantric in nature. Yes. Yes, that can help support us. So we we do these amazing um, seven sounds of love. Yes, which I'm, I'm sure you've experienced. Remember, yes, and really it's a journey through the chakras with sound and movement. Yes, and those can be an amazing support for people to get yes. that move through the chakras, through the voice. And there are particular sounds. The bija mantras that we sound are the sounds of the throat chakra. Yes, so there's a lovely supportive work that supports the journey as well. We can't all leap off no, a cliff, no. you know, <laughs> I go, oh. ready to go. Their seed sounds are building blocks, they're foundational work. Totally. That really supports oh. that diving off. I so, love it. There is a holding, there is, there is scaffolding also. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I do remember that. It was lovely practice and the, and the movement that goes with that. It really shifts the energy, you know, off the yes, sound through the body and makes yeah. makes space for it. And yeah, I remember I loved that. And it is, it's, it's less scary. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them, a lot of it is done as the same group, but in partner work. So if I'm, you know, if I'm sharing with you, we're both yes hands out and we're sounding mad to yeah. each other yes i mean it's beautiful it's beautiful yeah yeah, yeah. and it's it's yeah. that being seen being witnessed and it's also that um opening and that sharing so yeah. um yeah really gorgeous stuff i love it i so so <laughs> love it yes i would yeah. recommend that to anybody who wants to, <laughs> you know especially kind of online work and has a fear of speaking out or delivering your yes. message or or needing yeah. to find a way to deliver your message whether that be through spoken word or written mm -hmm. word yeah. you know so mm -hmm. many people are holding back their stories because they're afraid of being judged yeah. and i just think it's such a beautiful gift to give to yourself you know to really befriend your own mm -hmm. voice and like you say bring compassion to it yeah. And, yeah. and like um i was listening to david hamilton dr david hamilton's book the why woo woo works the other day and he was talking about the what he calls the kindness hormone it's like they have found that when you are actually expressed kindness towards somebody else or towards yourself your yeah. body releases oxytocin so they've actually called it the kindness hormone he does you know yeah. and it's like how healing showing kindness can be so you know from if we can connect our sound and to our own compassion and kindness my goodness, what an amazing healing journey. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, and like everything, like our conversation or any conversation yeah. that you're you're having with anybody, there is a trans, there's a transference, there is, yeah. there's vibration. So what whatever your whatever's thoughts are in your head will come through in your voice, even if you're saying yes and there's a no coming through, yes. you know, that will come through. Yeah. Um, so it's it's again how we combine the heart and the head yes, totally. and bring that out and i mean it will come out in the voice anyway yes i love yeah. it i love it yeah. beautiful oh there's so much juiciness in this it's <laughs> <laughs> just so so good yeah yeah, uh, yeah. And, what a and it has been incredible to me actually over the last since lockdown how 
because uh, I'd been quite resistant to do the online work. Yes. Thinking that, well, that resonance won't happen online and, you know, it, it won't yes. be the same. But um, I don't think it's quite the same. Yes. But there's a lot of good work we can yes. do. Yes. So um, during lockdown, uh, some of my clients came from the States and Canada and different places. And I just found that actually we can still do a lot of work. Oh, absolutely. Even online. Absolutely. I'm still not giving up. <laughs> the one to one work around the group no, work. No. And, and I'm just about to launch out into it. But yes. um but I'm it was really lovely to know that I mean we're just talking about energy waves. Yes. Oh absolutely. And we can still I mean look, we can connect yes. now. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. it you know, and it reconnects back to what you said earlier. It's about you being the catalyst for in, you know or you know to help empower somebody else to connect mm. to their voice mm. you know and you know I love to say cyberspace can be sacred space oh, and, yeah. you know and it is yeah. it's like if we if we serve our clients in such a way where we help them to find their own way in it you know yeah it's so good yeah. you know it's yeah. so good yeah. Yeah, it's like we we miss out on the experience of the vibration of their voice <laughs> you know yeah like you know a lot or of multiple, what i'm the part that i miss mostly is the vibration of everybody's voice yes yes so Absolutely. we can do sort of one one at a time but that yes. group voice kind of gets yes. lost because zoom is like yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> true <laughs> Um, yeah, wow. there's, there's still a lot of really good work that can happen absolutely yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and talking about work that can happen and you said you're not giving up the one-to-one -one <laughs> some amazing workshops coming yeah up. i'm i'm kind of launched back out there again because it's again through covid everything had to stop yes so um, i'm kind of excited to get back and seeing people in a group setting so i was trying to figure out again that was my balance but yes I would love to have had everything um, in person, but um, I also want to really honor the clients that have come through from far oh. away. So I'm having a, a mix of offerings. Okay. So in a few weeks time, I'm doing a, just a one day, just play with your voice, okay. come out and play with your voice and um, find your voice, I've, you know, I've called it. It's, yes. you know, finding good titles for all of these are, yes. are interesting. Yes. So it's, it'll be a day of movement, a day of sounding, in sacred space but beautiful in community as well yes. where we can kind of all dive in together yes and we'll be learning some of those practices like the seven sounds oh. of love and oh, beautiful and maybe oh. a bit of dance and you, you never know what will turn up <laughs> that's true that's true and that's and that's i suppose that's another thing i love about the work you do is that you're you know you plan your workshops and you always prepare for well but you also do follow your intuition mm. on yeah. the days and yeah. adapt you know to to what yeah. is present in the group absolutely and like i suppose with all the different modalities i've trained and there's a lot yes i've a lot in my toolbox yes you do <laughs> great and you know the interesting thing if you talk about um intuition and how we find that intuition what i invariably do before a big do a big event is that I will go and out into nature and yes, walk. Yes. <laughs> if I if I don't have inspiration or if my head is there, yes. I'll go out and I'll walk. And invariably I'll sound as well. Yes. Beautiful. That that movement, that getting out into nature is just so really great. I'm grounding myself. I'm 
letting my head drop into my heart. So, yes, yes. Yeah. Beautiful. And I, oh, the amount of ideas. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah. If, if we just open up that channel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. I, hope you, I hope you take a pen and paper with you at least. <laughs> <laughs> <Write it down. laughs> well, there's actually, is, there's, there's something else around that because, um, I know you, do you know Tom Waits, the singer? I'm not familiar with him, no. Oh, you, you, I'll Google him after. <laughs> he's incredible. He's incredible. I'm showing my age now, but he's an incredible songwriter, very pro prolific American songwriter, kind of folky, but also, anyway, rock and roll. But there's a story, he's, he's an amazing storyteller, but there's one story where he's driving in LA and those highways, which have seven or eight lanes, and it's, it's before mobile phones and before easy recording. And this amazing tune came into his head and he was driving and then he just turned around and he said, you know, whatever tune that is and whoever gave it to me, can you give it to me back at a time when I can actually take it down yes. so there is that Wonderful. sense of you know whatever turns up if it's right for you it will stay if it's yes. not so right for you Absolutely. it'll go so there's that sense of trusting so I don't often take a pencil and paper with me <laughs> trusting that you know that yeah. it will come when you need it yes. and that's also part of that journey of that yeah. naked voice yeah. trusting Definitely. that it will turn up yeah 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 absolutely no, that's... I'm my own best student, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yes, I think we all need to be. I need this most myself, which is, you know, the only reason why we, you know, why often we go into a particular modality or we go into a particular choice in life is because I really needed it myself. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, yeah, totally. I can totally yeah. relate. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you have your first um, Find Your Voice workshop is coming up on the 13th of March. 13th of March it's a Sunday okay perfect yeah and people yeah. can find um that on lucia.ie yes or plus events or if you go to your website under the event tab there's plenty oh. of things coming up yeah yes. I have your yeah. website open here <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's that and there's there's also an online event and I also do a lot of training in sound healing which is yes. slightly different modality but yes. really beautiful also yes. so for so. any any therapists out there that want to extend their own practice or their practice you know that yeah. will be ideal for them then too that's fantastic so. And the beauty of that is that you get all the rest of my experience through I that training know. course. As well. So I have had people come on that not at all interested in becoming therapists or using yes. it, but just really for their own journey. So yes, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah, which I can relate to too. Yeah, a lot of yeah. things I signed up was just for my own enjoyment, and then I ended up yeah. working in it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah funny. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you have beautiful things. So I will leave. Um, all of your information of people how people can contact you in the show notes um below it but i have a final question this is a question i ask everybody that come into onto the podcast okay it's like can you distinctly remember a time where you chose to listen to your intuition or you didn't listen to it that really stands out for you <laughs> <laughs> would you share it with us <laughs> like a shame absolutely yeah 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 my classes are steaming up um, <laughs> yeah and you know when I talked about that event in 2005 um that was when I I 
um, got divorced from my first husband. Okay. And um, I knew. Oh. The marriage didn't last very long. It was like, do you know, it was over before it began, to be quite yes. honest. But okay. um, I knew. I knew that this was not the person to spend my life with, that he was okay. untrustworthy and that um, that it was never going to work out. Yes. And I chose to ignore that. Okay. I, um, I consciously chose to ignore it because I had enough warnings <laughs> wow. and enough people telling me. And, um, but, you know, at this point, juncture I mean, it's many years ago now there I have no regrets about it yes yes because I so needed that reset yes. I so needed pain and agony and that because when that all ended I felt like zero yes okay so I felt like it was interesting the first coach I worked with um a few months later was hey that's great <laughs> You've got no husband, you've no house, you've no children, you you know, you're back at zero. Isn't that great? <laughs> I did not quite appreciate it at the time, but I do now. <laughs> so, yeah. so somewhere my, my life was still leading me. Yes. Despite. Yes. Making good or bad choices, yes. my life was still leading me. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, as you said at the beginning, maybe we don't all need these really tough lessons if I was more tuned into my intuition from the age of five maybe I would never have needed to have that lesson yes but that wasn't the way it was and so I did need the lesson yes so yeah you know in hindsight yes okay the reset was so needed yes and it launched me in a, a completely new way that I wouldn't have I would be here now absolutely yes I totally hear that you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> from your story, it's like Colette Baron reed uh, talks about this. You know, she mentioned something, you know, it's like, you know, the red flags, it's not pretty little bunting. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> red flags, but we use it as bunting. <laughs> you know? But, you know, it comes yeah. back to that relationship with our voice and trusting mm. ourselves. And are we confident in that? And, you know, yeah. and how, uh, and I, I can totally relate to your story completely relate to your story and it's like how other people's voices i.a himself um is more important than mine you know and it's like it's like how because we don't have that relationship with our own voice really you know other people's voices are more important and louder than our own you know yeah but the other thing of it is like you know yes it's great it's like jk rowling said it's like but rock bottom has become the firm foundation I've rebuilt my life upon. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, yeah, and it's absolutely. so true. It's like it gives us that strong, naked foundation, you know. Absolutely. And I mean, I do remember consciously thinking, okay, I'm here now. What are the things that I love? Yes. And wow. I've got time to do that. Wow. Oh, and yeah. that's, that, that's yeah. that was something that I don't think I'd ever asked myself before. Yes. yes. Yeah. Wow. Because oh. I didn't know. I didn't know what I loved. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. so you had a clean slate to start bringing in what you choose to. And that is so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and also your story also once again kind of confirms for me. It was like why I call our intuition our inner <laughs> GPS. It's like, you know, when you drive, you know, with a GPS somewhere and you miss the turn, it goes yeah. recalculate, recalculate, but it brings you back to where you were supposed to go. 
<laughs> just on yeah. a detour, but it, it brings you back. Yeah. It's like, you know, we, yeah. we have our North Star or the, the place where we are meant to be. So even if we miss the turns, it will bring us back somehow, you know? Yeah, and I suppose there's that, that as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how beautiful. Yeah. This has been such a joy. Thank you so much, Lucia. For You're very welcome. You made it very easy, Joanne. Thank you. <laughs> well, it was so lovely to, to hear your parts of your journey and to share yeah. it with our Intuit listeners. And thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate it. And I, I truly wish um, a continued butterfly journey for you. You know, <laughs> and It's like an as you spread your joy, you know, going from yeah. one to the next, you know, like a butterfly. It's like, mm. lovely, um, yeah, and all the lovely healing work you're doing is that you're such lucky clients and I can hand and heart recommend your work to anybody. And if you, you so are listening and you can feel that little nudge and the fear voices there of, oh, I should do that, but I'm not, I'm too scared to. It's like, just take the leap and go for it. You will not be Good. sorry. <laughs> and you're very welcome. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Lucia. Have a oh, thank day. you very much, Joanne. It's been a, a joy to to share with you. You're um you're a good listener. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Let's Get Into It coaching podcast. I just loved sharing with you today. And I truly believe that our intuition is one of our most important tools to help guide us on our journey through life. Join me again on the next episode when we will talk about more ways we can increase our intuitive intelligence. This is your host, Joanne Macmillan from joanne.ie. And until next time, let's stay into it.